28 Tammuz, Chafches Tammuz, Tzadik, his conversations, 467. Once, the Rebbe was talking about the high holiday prayers, and he said that when the prayer leader starts leading the prayers at the word Hamelech, the king, the custom is for the prayer leader to sing first, while the congregation repeats the words after him. They continue in this fashion until the prayer leader looks at himself, as it were, as if to say, Who am I to go in front of the congregation? This is why the order is then reversed, with the congregation saying the words first and the prayer leader singing them afterwards. For the custom is that in the various prayers which are recited later on, the congregation reads the verse first and the prayer leader sings it after them. This is the case with Melech Elyon, Amitz Hamanusa, Atahu Elokeinu Bashamayim Uva'aretz, and Unasana Tokef, etc. Previously, the prayer leader had led, and the congregation followed, until he examined himself, as if to say, Who am I? 468. The Rebbe said, It is undoubtedly a great source of jealousy when a great tzaddik spends years working on his devotions with the most tremendous efforts, physical and mental, never resting from his devotions and suffering all kinds of pain and affliction, and afterwards someone of tender years comes along and in a short space of time achieves everything the other tzaddik had worked at for so many years. Thus, we find in the Medrash, Rabbi Boon accomplished in only 28 years what another Tana worked for in 100 years. Kohelet Rabbah 5. Rabbi Nassim writes, I do not know what the Rebbe meant by this because he had previously said that it is certainly impossible for someone to suddenly become a great tzaddik without much work and effort, even if he is the son of a tzaddik and comes from a line of great people. The Rebbe then told a beautiful parable about someone of tender years who suddenly became famous. Yet, not everyone who desires to assume the mantle may assume it. Brachot 16a. Not everyone is entitled to fame. The parable was about a man who had grown up in... Wallachia, Romania, in the home of the prince. The prince had suddenly elevated him to a position of greatness. His purpose in doing so was to anger the others who were great. Nachman's wisdom, his wisdom, 217. The Torah therefore reminds us, know that God is the Lord. Know the God of your father. Take this into your heart and mind until it is tightly bound up there every instant. Therefore it is written, You should know this day and take it to your heart that God is the Lord. The main perfection of knowledge is binding your mind to your heart. See his wisdom number 39. Then you will know in your heart that God is the Lord. When this enters your heart, you will certainly gain a deep awe of God and will not sin. We cannot write further about this since every individual's knowledge of God must enter the gates of his own heart. See his wisdom number one. The more these gates are open the more he will understand our words. There are no biblical verses that teach us to know God through human speculation built on confused sophistry. Heaven forbid! The only way to know God is the way taught by our holy forefathers who struggled all their lives for him. They divested themselves of all worldly matters, totally subjugating every desire and emotion. Above all, they achieved total mastery of their sexual drives and so released themselves from the bondage of the root of evil. Consequently, they were able to perfect their intellect and truly recognize their Creator. This is the heritage that they bequeathed to us. It is our duty to accept this heritage with joy. Therefore, 
we say in our prayers, fortunate are we. How good is our portion? How pleasant is our lot? How beautiful is our heritage? The main lesson of these verses is that we take this holy knowledge into our minds, bring it into our hearts, and bind it there constantly, in order that his fear will be on our faces so that we do not sin. Exodus 20.17 The Aleph Bet Book A Righteous Person B. 18 There are two types of tzaddikim, one whose words are the aspect of plowing, and one whose words are the aspect of reaping. Said otherwise, one tzaddik's speech corresponds to the male arousal for marital relations, while the other's corresponds to drawing the seed into the womb and fetal conception and gestation. Therefore, when there is a quarrel between these two tzaddikim, an outsider should not meddle in their verbal exchanges so as not to ruin the deeper intention. 19. When visiting a tzaddik's gravesite, a person needs some merit in order to gather the tzaddik's spirit and soul to the grave, so that it will be as if he were alive. Without this merit, the tzaddik's spirit and soul ascend on high to join the other tzaddikim. 20. Mentioning the names of the tzaddikim has the power to bring about a change in the act of creation, altering nature. This is alluded to through a combination of the verses, These are the generations of heaven and earth, Genesis 2.4, and these are the names of the children of Israel, Exodus 1.1. Lesson number 4. I have commanded the ravens, 1 Kings 17.4. 1. The principal spiritual work involved in giving charity is for a person to break his cruelty and transform it into mercy, whereupon he then donates his money to charity. For a person who is compassionate by nature and who gives charity out of his innate compassion has not really performed the devotion of giving charity. Therefore, all who are benevolent and who wish to properly fulfill the mitzvah of charity must first pass through the stage. Namely, they must first break their natural cruelty and transform it into mercy to give charity, because this is the essence of the spiritual work of giving charity. And when a person does this, God's anger is also transformed into goodwill. 2. All of a person's mitzvot and good deeds and all of his service of God may be compared to giving birth, since the main offspring of the tzaddikim are their good deeds. Rashi on Genesis 6.9 And just as a woman in labor must endure many pangs and throes before giving birth, and she must cry out, Ach and Oi! many times, so it is in the service of God. When a person wishes to perform some spiritual devotion or to repent, he must inevitably endure many struggles. He must cry out, Ach and Oi, and groan many times, and double himself over many times, and contort himself in various ways, particularly at the beginning of his service, when it is very difficult indeed, because all beginnings are difficult. Mechilta B'chodesh 2 Thus, when a person begins something new, he must cry out and groan more than ever. Afterward as well, even after he has begun, serving God still does not come easy, and he still requires many struggles and contortions before he is worthy of performing a really fine act of holiness. However, the initial stages are difficult in the extreme. Therefore, do not let your thoughts be disturbed by everything you are going through, because you must inevitably suffer it all, and according to the effort is the reward. Avot 523. 3. Charity widens all the openings into holiness. In other words, when a person enters a particular pathway or devotion in the service of God, 
he must then create an opening there by which to enter into that pathway. And this is the reason why all beginnings are difficult. Through charity, one widens the opening. And even when an opening already exists, charity greatly widens and opens up all the openings into holiness. Therefore, before commencing any mitzvah or religious devotion, it is good to give charity so as to widen the opening into holiness that a person must make with his devotion. This way, it will not be so difficult and onerous for him to enter. Rabbi Nachman's stories, The Seven Beggars, The Sixth Day One of the men present boasted that he had such power in his hands that whenever he took or received something from another, he was actually giving to him. For him, the very act of receiving was an act of giving. Therefore, he was a master of charity. I asked him what type of charity he gave, since there are ten types of charity. He replied that he gave a tithe. I said to him, If this is so, you cannot heal the queen's daughter. You cannot even approach the place where she is. You can only go through one wall in the place where she is staying. You cannot get to where she is. One of the men present boasted about the power in his hands, saying that there were officials in the world. These are highly placed people who are in charge of cities and nations. Each one needs wisdom. Through his hands he could give them wisdom. He did this by laying hands on them. I asked him, What type of wisdom can you confer with your hands? There are ten types of wisdom. When he replied what kind of wisdom, I said to him, If this is the case, you cannot heal the queen's daughter. You cannot understand her pulse, since there are ten types of pulse. You can only confer one type of wisdom, and therefore only understand one type of pulse. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 190 Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, to every one of them according to his own high level. I have a great deal to say to you, but I cannot say it in a letter. In addition, I am extremely preoccupied right now, as my son, may he live, will tell you. Please, come to my aid at a time like this, more than your means allow you, as you can understand yourselves the great need for this. May God open your eyes and fortify your hearts to think very, very carefully about yourselves in this world and to come up with strategies every day about how to find a way to draw close to God and to His Holy Torah, or at least about how to escape from the pit of destruction. May He show you whom to join up with in this passing shadow, so that there will be hope for your ultimate end, and you will not toil for nothing, God forbid. The truth is its own witness. Their true eternal friend, speaking for their benefit and their true eternal success, Nussan, the same. Letter number 191 with thanks to God, Friday, Torah reading Balak, 5595. May happiness and joy overtake my honored and beloved son, the distinguished Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine. The time for song has arrived. Today is my son's chuppah, may he live. I am therefore sending a carriage for you. If your wife, may she live, can come too, so much the better. You, at any rate, should come with your son, may he live. And if another one of our friends wants to come too, even better. May God grant us much happiness, joy, and all good. Let us celebrate and rejoice in his salvation. Regarding the garment for my son, may he live, I have not yet spoken with my son, Reb Shachna, since I received his letter at night. I am all ready to pray right now, so you do as you wish, and God, who is good, will finish everything well for us in accordance with his will and the will of those who fear him. I am beset on all sides by my many cares and concerns. I have without a doubt never had such a day in my life. To have to make a wedding for my son, may he live, 
in circumstances such as these, amidst upset, poverty, and straits such as these, with machloket such as this, and amidst such doubts and uncertainty, all this in addition to what is in my heart that I cannot express. But the many marvelous expansions and favors to be found in all this are also impossible to express, and the scale of good far outweighs the bad. The greatest of them all is what we have merited to hear about every single detail of all the above, referring to the salvation, that amidst all the suffering they have remained true to the Rebbe's teachings. So, in spite of it all, Ashrenu, Ashrenu, happy are we. The words of your father, waiting to see you soon amidst joy. Nassan of Breslov. Reb Nassan's letters, year two, letter number 446. After I finished writing this letter, I received your letter from Tulchin through the post, as well as the letter from my son, Reb David Svi, who is presently there. I was all ready to set out at once for Kremenchuk, but I was forced to delay in order to answer you. My dear beloved son, David Svi, may he live. I wrote you already, before you informed me of the unhappy news about your son of blessed memory, who has left us because of our many sins. And I admonished you not to be angry, irate, or fastidious with others at all. Now I receive your letter about your difficult and heavy grief, and your pain is my pain. He was my son too, because grandchildren are like children. Yivamot 62b What can I say to comfort you, my dear son? You obviously are not the first, God forbid. This is something that visits people all through the world. And as King David said when his son passed away, Why should I cry? I am going to him. He will not return to me. Shmuel 2, 12.22 What is more, even this child who has passed on through our many sins is still your son in the world to come. As our rabbis of blessed memory said, Sota 48b, see also Rashi, A young child who dies takes a man meaning his father, out of Gehenim. For he, the child, claims, if you were going to punish him anyway, was his anguish for naught? The main thing, though, is that you be certain from now on to think very carefully about what you are doing in this world. What's done is done. God is gracious and compassionate and forgives abundantly. But be sure to resolve from now on to cast aside the puerile, foolish behavior and the anger and fastidiousness. Even in cases where you are treated unfairly, just let things go, and all the more so when you are not in the right. Just slip in and out smoothly, said Hedrin, 88b. Man was born to suffer, and this especially so since you were not born into any wealth whatsoever. Still, I hope to God that I will provide you with what you really need through his kindness. No luxuries, though, just the necessities. Avimi bar avahu, avimi mehagrunya, avimi mi bechuzoi, avimi achua de bar efa, rabbi avimi bar chama, avimi niutai, avimi bar papi, avimi bar naze, rabbi avimi bar tuvi, avimi de min chavraya mi vikar bisha, rabbi avin bar huna, rabbi avin de min nishikaya, avin bar chista, rabbi avin nagra, rabbi avin bar shmuel, avin siporaa, Avin Rama'a b'mitzvot, Rabbi Avin Barav Ada, Rabbi Avin or Avahu ben Zutarta, Rabbi Avin Barav Nachman, Rabbi Avin Halevi, Rabbi Avin Barchia, Rabbi Avin Bar Kahana, Rabbi Avin Bar Bisna, Rabbi Avin Bered Rabbi Tanchum Barabi Trifin, Rabbi Avin Bar Ihi, Avin Bar Binyamin, 
Rabbi Avin, which is Rabin Stama, which is Rabbi Boon in the Yerushalmi, Ravin Bar Chinina, Ravin Sava, Ravin Dinarash, Ravin Chasida, Ravin Bar Mamal, Ravin Bar Abba, and some say Rabbi Avin Bar Shiva, Ravin Barav Acha. Reb Nassan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 26 on the Kutemo Haran 2, 32. The essence of each person's holiness is the holiness of the covenant. The spirit of Mashiach is zealousness applied to guarding the covenant. He is zealous regarding even a trace of lust. Because of his great holiness and purity, he cannot bear even the slightest blemish of the covenant. The spirit of our nostrils, the Mashiach of Hashem, is particularly zealous regarding any blemish to the covenant. All of his hope and desire is to turn the heart of the Jewish people to you, so that we will truly guard the covenant in accordance with your will. And now, my Father in heaven, you who are filled with compassion at every moment, grant me proper and true advice, so that from now on I will truly guard the covenant and not cause any blemish, heaven forbid, even with permissible behavior. In your vast compassion, Help me and save me, so that in the course of my lifetime I will quickly rectify all of the blemishes that I caused to the covenant from the beginning of my life until this day, whether unintentionally or intentionally, whether under duress or willingly. From this moment onward, have compassion on me and protect me from every type of blemish of the covenant, in thought, speech, and deed. God, create within me a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and may a generous spirit support me. Do not cast me away from you, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Help me so that the Holy Spirit of the Mashiach that rests and hovers over the holy books of holy inspiration will shine upon me. In its merit and power, may I renounce lustful desire entirely. May I not be vulnerable to any fantasies at all, or look at anything that has anything to do with this desire. Help me close my eyes so that they will not look at evil. Turn my eyes away from seeing vanity. With your ways give me life. Rescue me from every sort of blemish of the covenant. In your vast compassion, guard me from even a trace of lust. You who are filled with compassion, you who guard your nation, the Jewish people, forever, guard me and rescue me in your vast compassion. Shelter me, God, for I have taken refuge in you erasing the books of heresy. In your vast compassion, have compassion on us. Help me and save me. May all of the holy books of all of the true tzaddikim spread throughout the world. Master of the entire world, you know about the many holy and precious books of the greatest tzaddikim, the patriarchs, the early and later prophets, the Tanaim and Amoraim, and then the other tzaddikim, foundations of the world, who lived in every generation. Most, if not all of them, composed and produced many precious and holy books, which, because of our many sins, were lost and vanished from the world. In your vast compassion, have mercy on the few holy books of the tzaddikim that have survived. In your vast compassion, may they spread throughout the world and illuminate the face of the earth, so that all of the people of Israel will return to you and truly serve you all of their days forever. Be filled with compassion for your entire nation, the Jewish people, Stand up and help us. Uproot, break, shatter, eradicate, subdue, crush, and nullify from the world 
all of the books of the heretics and atheists, as well as all of the books of the philosophers that tend toward heresy and atheism, which impair the Torah and holy faith. Uproot, break, and nullify all of them in the merit and power of the books of the true tzaddikim that were burned and lost from the world. In your compassion, arouse all of the supernal and earthly academies so that they will learn the logical proposition stated by our sages. If the Torah said that such holy and awesome books, which are the name of Hashem, His name that is written in holiness, should be erased, that they should disappear from the world in order to institute peace between two worthy spouses in the ceremony of the Sotah, then how much more should the books of the heretics and atheists, which instill hatred, enmity, and alienation between the Jewish people and their Father in Heaven, and uproot the one who reads them from both worlds, be destroyed, burned, uprooted, erased, and nullified from the world. May they be erased from the earth. May their name and memory be abolished from the world. May their name no longer be recalled. In your compassion, establish peace between yourself and the Jewish people, your nation. Never remove your love from us. Draw peace upon the entire Jewish people, your nation. May there be great and wondrous peace between neighbors and between spouses. May there be no hatred, jealousy, argument, or hostility between neighbors or between spouses. In particular, may this be so for a worthy couple whose unification is very precious, upon whom the supernal unification and God's presence resting between them depend. Help them. Have compassion so that no hatred or jealousy will exist between them in the merit and power of the awesome holy books that were burned and vanished from the world for the sake of this goal, as you reveal to us through your holy sages. And help us, so that the books that have survived of the true tzaddikim, a remnant of many, will spread out and emerge into the world, and their wellsprings will pour forth and perform their activity fully. May the spirit of Mashiach be drawn into the world. May it become a spirit of jealousy to purify the Jewish people from the filth of lustful desire. May we and your entire nation, the house of Israel, break and nullify this desire in ourselves entirely. May we experience no fantasies or evil thoughts, heaven forbid. Rather, may we be holy and restrained with great holiness and purity, truly in accordance with your goodwill. May we need only engage in marital relations when it is necessary to maintain the world. Give us the power to uphold this mitzvah with truly great holiness and purity in accordance with your goodwill.